some bass in there that I didn't hear last time. Dude, this song gets me hyped. Yeah, the more I move my head, the faster it goes. Yeah. I can't drink while I'm moving my head this fast. <laughs> I'm gonna hurt my, my teeth. Ooh. We never got this far last Ooh. time. Oh! A little symbols? A little triangle? But this is my favorite song right now. I'm about to go buy a DeLorean. Yeah, this is great. All right, y'all. Welcome back. This is episode 49 of the Six Inch Kings podcast. Not only that, as you're listening to this, if you're listening to it on the Thursday that it comes out, uh congratulations. You are living right now on the Thursday that is the day before the Friday that is the one-year anniversary of the Six Inch Kings podcast. Hell yeah, boy. Make some goddamn noise. Woo! Oh, I scared April. Dude, that was impressive. Thanks, dude. I've been practicing that. That was incredible. All week, my vocals trained. Incredibly. Choo-choo. Incredibly incredible. Yeah, dude. I was a classical uh, singer for 25 years. I believe it. Yeah. Trained to be a musician. I mean, your pipes sound like it. <laughs> One thing about me, I got pipes. You got pipes on pipes, dude. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, we pipe up. Yeah. Oh, pipe it up. Pipe it up. Remember when Migos were Plumbers? the hottest thing yeah. in music in yeah, 2016? Literally yeah, yeah, yeah. every song, every week, number one was Migos. It's true. They're on every feature. Uh-huh. And they had every single big rapper. Every, they were on Apple commercial. Yeah. That's how big they were. And now, you don't even... What are they doing? Yeah. Now, what are they doing? I mean, they're they're still doing a lot of features. That's true. Right? Ooh. I actually haven't heard a Migos song in so long. I've never heard a Migos song. You haven't heard... I mean, I have, but I've never like... Pub it up. I've never gone to listen to a Migos song, except for... Pub it up. In the... Wait, how does it go? In New York, I'm Millie Rock? No, 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 no. Pub it up. Something, something... Straight flipping with the stir fry. It was called stir oh, fry. Oh, stir fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In yeah. the kitchen room. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. We, did a, that we did a choreographed song to that in Office Sig. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it was pretty good. We, that's we, cool. we did one of these. Hell yeah. And oh, like, dude, uh, y'all did, did a wristy, a little wristy rotation. Did one of these. It was a whole, it was a whole thing, dude. Have Reen you ever, actually choreographed it. Shout out to you, Reen. Have you ever described someone as wristy? Wristy? Yeah. No. Thank God. Have you? No, but I want to now. What's a uh, describe a wristy person? They just got a lot of wrist about them. Just, uh, yeah, they're just doing this always. They got a lot. Are they doing a counter and I think clockwise? so. I think they got a lot of wrist mobility, mm. and I think they have a lot of wrists. I think they got a lot of fluid in there. They are uh, not wrist adverse. Adverse. You think they write really good in cursive? Probably not, because every time they try to write, their wrist just uh, gives out. You think they uh. They got bad penmanship then, right? Yeah. Their signatures just uh-huh. all over the place. Yeah, they're too wristy. Yeah. They just don't, they can't control They have no wrists. controls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like their tendons and ligaments are all mm-hmm. willy-nilly. <laughs> Unfortunate. Let me tell you about that guy, willy-nilly. Dude. He was a little wristy. Willy-nilly is a wristy customer. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. Try writing willy-nilly real fast. Dude, try Impressive. getting willy-nilly to write anything. You can't because he's too wristy. Yeah. He was a doctor though. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably where the rumor started. Doctors uh-huh. have bad signatures because oh, of the willy-nilly. You're right. 
Holy shit. Fuck, man. Shout out to all the doctors. Dr. Nilly. Bad handwriting, but great wrist mobility. Yeah. Too much wrist mobility. That's how they do surgery. It's because they turn the page of a book. Ooh. They're just so, they yeah, turn it really fast. It's true. It's so true. Yeah. They read really quickly. You turn the page so fast, it breaks loose your ligament in your wrist. And mm-hmm. then now henceforth, you are wristy. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to the podcast, everyone. We're really glad to have you here this week. Yeah. Uh, my name's Sean Coglin. On the side of the table there, I've got I'm Shrestha, my dear, dear friend <sighs> and podcast co-host. It's and, been a year, uh, dude. It's been a goddamn year. Wow, what a year it's been. Yeah, which also now makes it very easy for us to know we've missed four <laughs> podcast episodes over the course of this year. because Or no, three, because mm-hmm. we're three behind of 52. Damn. That's okay, though. You know, I wonder what those three podcasts could have been. Something great. Yeah. But, you know, that's okay. We're here now. We're making the podcast. I mean, 49 out of 52 is still a great percentage. It's true, dude. And we don't show any slimes. We're not not sliming down around here. Our wrists are still sturdy. Sturdy and stiff, dude. Yeah, we are. Tell you one thing about us. We got wrist on the table. Damn. I just hurt my wrist. I know. That looked like it hurt. Now I'm wristy. (laughs) (laughs) Just like that, dude. I get it. Remember Harry Potter when he broke his arm? Dude. That was a wristy scene. Yeah. Ooh. Come on, bro. Come on. That was... Everyone, everyone Google Risty. That was right really now. good. Thank you. Harry Potter will come up. That's right. God. We're inventing a word right now. Is this how words get invented? I'm pretty sure. You know, they add like 15 words a year to the dictionary. Yeah. Who comes up with them? Do you like put in a petition? I think it's just based on like popular use. Mm. And you can also, so everybody at home, if you just, uh, Put out the hashtag Risty. Yeah. Uh, we'll get it trending on Twitter. Millions of people will put it out there. Mm-hmm. People will show videos with them doing weird stuff with their wrists. Right, and then we will be featured yeah. in Merriam Webster's official 2023 dictionary. Oh, dude. You ever watch Rick and Morty? Once. Oh, that's I'm not enough. Kidding. I've seen uh, most of season one and season two. Okay. And I think not even appreciate it. I was going to say get wristy. But that's not even, you don't even. Get shifty. Yeah, I know. But we ours is going to be get wristy. Uh, hashtag get wristy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And people just in the gym uh-huh. doing, uh, doing little wrist curls. curls. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Uh, like 100 pounds probably. Bro, I'll be in the gym tomorrow with 65 pounds in each hand going like this. <laughs> and for those of you who are only listening at home and can't see what I'm doing, I can't He's explain it. Jacking himself off. Well, kind of. Because. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is crazy. That's about it, I would say. You know, before I bench. I always do this. Do you? And I always do this. You know what I do before I bench? And I hit one of these. I bench less. Okay. And that's it. That's fine. Dude, let me tell you this right now. Mm-hmm. Fuck stretching. No. Nobody stretch. That's wrong. I bet you. Sean, <laughs> I can't. Oh, this is I the line? I can't allow you to do this. This is the line you're drawing in stretching the Stretching is the best thing. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with that. Oh, okay. But you just don't like stretching. I'm not going to do it. First off, what am I? An old? I mean, yeah, I am. I'm going to be 30 in a couple of months. You're not that wristy anymore, dude. No, I'm losing my wristiness by the day. Yeah, yeah. All the fluid is draining. Dude, no, it's filling with fluid. Oh, too much fluid. Too much fluid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of inflammation in the wrist. Just a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every time I I move any joint in my body, it goes... Well, that's a not... (laughs) That was the sound I meant to make. That was a fart. Yeah, that was a solid Every bone makes a fart. I mean, essentially, a lot of gas. It's like, oh no, that's not it either. Y'all know the sound I'm talking yeah. about. It's the sound of a of a of a knuckle cracking. I can't I can't do it with my mouth. That Ooh. sound. That's the sound it makes. My body. 
You do that on command. Yeah, bro. I mean, ow. <laughs> I <laughs> I used to be able to do all of my knuckles, but now I can only do like a few of them and my thumbs. ASMR. Ah, oh, those ones. Yeah, I hurt. love those. Those ones hurt me real oh. bad. I can't do them. Dude, the first time I did them, it like opened up a third eye for me. Can you pop your neck? Don't, I mean, please don't do it. But I'm just asking if you're capable. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, I can. Dude. I just did. I used to be able to. I can pop my toes on command. I can pop my toes. Like, like well, crack them like knuckles. No, I mean like if I do a certain thing, they pop every time. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. My knees are like that <laughs> until I get them really warmed up. Yeah. Which makes I also me have. What else can I? What else can I pop on? Like, it just always pops. That. Oh, pussy? I can do this. Oh, oh, sorry. Ready for this? Ready for this? I have to. For the viewers looking at home, I have to do this with my hands. He's putting his inside fingers over his outside yeah, fingers. But it's like the, the it alien looks like peace sign. Spock. And then I do one of these. And it does it every time. Okay. Ready? You're, you need to stop that. <laughs> That's not good yeah, for sure. Not. It doesn't feel that great. You should. But I discovered I could do it. Okay. That's fair. I will say I don't do it often. Unless it, I'm like at a party and I need to impress somebody. <laughs> That's the move. Yeah. I'm like, hey, listen to this. Bro, there's a guy on the internet who snaps really fast. How fast? Very fast. Like very. The fastest you've ever seen for sure. And it's because he can snap with every finger. Whoa. Yeah. So like he lines up his pinkies with his thumbs and then he snaps his pinkies and then the finger next to the pinky is automatically on the thumb and he goes through the whole hand <gasps> and he's like <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy bro seriously i'm gonna look up that video later you should that i'll send it crazy to you. i probably have a bookmark he should go to america's got talent i watch it once a week wow it's just like come on bro you know i used to snap with my uh, ring fingers that's insane yeah when i was like a kid and i couldn't i couldn't do this one okay. with the middle fingers i just couldn't do it yeah snapping so, is so so i hit him with one of these Okay. It sounded a lot better. Yeah. You can kind of hear them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is, I mean, it's more. You ever lick your fingers to get a good snap? No. Me neither. You ever suck your thumb? No. Just to suck your thumb? Uh, no. Not that I can remember. I'm sure I did at some point in life. Isn't it crazy babies put their thumbs in their own mouth? Yeah. Why is it pretending it's a nipple? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They are. That's crazy. It's because it's like placating. It's the same as a pacifier. They're like, oh, I'm thirsty. Yeah, and they never get anything out of it. <laughs> Idiots. Stupid babies. Fucking idiot babies, dude. Uh, I saw this video of uh, the progression of how your teeth can get fucked up mm-hmm. from like sucking on your thumb. Yeah. And, and some kid, like in their 3D model, the baby ended up looking like a horse. It's cr- crazy. Like the front of their uh, teeth came out. Because their teeth were pointing outwards? Yeah, yeah. Nasty. And they had one of these smiles. That's how you know every British person sucks their thumb. <sighs> dude, British people have it bad. Their you know they do have sucks, it bad, but it's a choice they make. Yeah, if you want to not look easily. bad, stop fucking other ugly people, and set your kids up for success. Or stop dude. fucking your siblings. That's also a big part of it. Yeah, mm-hmm, for sure. A lot of Targaryens out there, and that's right, dude. Britain, that, that shit is Brit- all just Brit- Britain. <laughs> yeah, Britain, England. Those are the same place. Yeah, and the United Kingdom. There we go. I was gonna be like, there's a lot of there's, there's a lot, a of, lot of words for it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they're all the same thing. The only one that's a specific thing is London. That's a city. Yeah. Britannia. Ooh, that's, that's Spanish. Word, dude. <laughs> <laughs> El Britain. 
Britain. Anyway. Well, what's up this week, dude? What are we uh what are we uh what are we here um, for? What are we what are we doing about it? Dude, we're just here, you know? That is such a fucking profound statement you just made. We're just here. You're right. The other day, Fallon like told me something that was uh going on with her table. And without even thinking about it, I was like, Fallon, it's okay. We're just we're on a floating rock. <laughs> and then she literally like stopped and she was like she started oh, crying right. instantly. <laughs> She's like, oh, you're right. Damn. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be all right. Damn, bro. Well, the crazy thing is it's not going to be all right. <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> like it doesn't matter anyway. You know, like eventually the earth is going to not be oh, here. Oh, man, we're going <laughs> to. We're going into this. <laughs> no, 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 we're, oh, not, we're not. We're not. We're not. Get oh, God. It. It's just. We yeah, didn't get it all look, out, bro, You're the one that said we're on a rock. I know we are on a rock. I'm just saying, you know, you asked if I was okay. And I said, yeah, I'm okay. We're on a rock. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have taken it. There. That's my bad. I'm yeah, going to edit it out. You're all good. You're all good, dude. Tell Everyone real quick. Right. 30 seconds. Oh, no, we're fine. All right. Welcome back Welcome from the commercial break. Welcome back to the show. We're happy to have you guys the here today. The show about the floating rock. Welcome to our podcast, The Floating Rock Kings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're uh, glad to have you guys here today, bro. Dude, I want to host a talk show. Like a like a I guess this like is a, a late talk night show. talk show. Like a Jimmy Fallon type where you do have a bits. Daytime TV talk show. Like the view? Yeah. Ooh. Where like we every gotta, we gotta have some cheese, man. We gotta gossip. Every five minutes. Or I guess it could be a, a, like a late night talk show. Mm-hmm. I would love to be like a Craig Ferguson, bro. Craig Ferguson was the goat. Like every five to 10 minutes, you get to sit back down at your desk and you like adjust your jacket. <laughs> you pick up your little thing of index cards and you, you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Tonight I've got with me here Lexi Luxembourg from uh, Stratford upon Avon. Uh huh. Or whatever. You don't have to have the accent, but yeah. You know, it you, sounds a lot better with the accent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because we're racist. Oh, yeah. Um, if we were to do morning talk show, we'd have to like talk about people. That's fine. Let's. What if? What if Sean? Uh huh. For our one year yeah, episode, yeah. uh huh. We just like shit talked. Ev- not shit talked. Spilled everybody's secrets that mm. we know. Ooh. We just put it all out there and see what happens in the universe. We just rip every bandaid off uh-huh. of our whole bodies. All the secrets. That'll be rough. Whistleblowing. It's going to be awkward going into work tomorrow. <laughs> Nobody's going to like us. Yeah. Someone's going to probably tell us to stay home. Do you think if we told everybody's secrets and that we put everything out there, I mean, people will be upset. There but, would be a riot. Yeah. But don't you think they'd be relieved that they don't have to keep that secret anymore? Hmm. In time, yes. <laughs> Immediately, dude, no, <laughs> for sure, no, <laughs> uh, dude. When you think about it, our combined knowledge of secrets, we are the shadow brokers of tinies. Yeah, we know everybody's I shit. Know every dude, as a manager, especially I know you, every yeah, every single thing happening in people's lives. You do also have a moral obligation to keep it to yourself, though. Yeah, that's true. But once I put in my two weeks, dude, <laughs> it's oh, gonna be the tell-all podcast, dude. <laughs> I'm whistleblowing, dude. Yeah. I didn't sign a contract. <laughs> all right. I didn't sign an NDA. I'm spilling all this. Here. What's what's the uh, what's that show or what's the bit that uh, Jimmy Fallon does? Fill your guts or spill your uh, fill your mutts or spill your guts. I don't have any idea. Fuck, dude. I don't, I'm not a Jimmy Fallon guy because he's really bad. 
You think he's bad? He's the worst, and it's not even close. I mean, I think he's pretty good. You think that? I think young Jimmy Fallon was hilarious, and now I, I mean, I do well, I've think never he's... seen his young stuff. I'm just talking about his talk show. Oh, his, his talk show. show. I mean, he he's a little over the top. It's bad, a little over the top. You know he's who's got a great idea? You know who the best late night talk very show charming host of all time is? Craig Ferguson. It's either Craig, it's tied. Oh, can but, I guess who you're gonna say? Yeah, Conan O'Brien. That's right. Ah, fuck yeah. Conan O'Brien, dude. Conan O'Brien I used was to great. religiously watch him every night, bro. Is it because he looked like him? Yeah, probably. In hindsight. I really liked it. He used to do this thing where, you know, he would walk out in the beginning and they're playing the music and sometimes uh-huh. they played music for a long time. And then he does this thing where he pulls his jacket back and he pretends like he has strings on his hips and uh-huh. he like pulls them each way and then yeah, he cuts yeah. one of them. Dude, I was sold. Yeah, yeah. That man is hilarious. He's he has a podcast and it's also hilarious. He's really tall and lanky. He's too. so tall. He's going to die soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad genetics. And he's like Irish. So yeah, yeah. He's going to have like Very liver pasty. failure by the time he's 50. I'm sure he's got liver failure now. Probably. Probably. Raging alcoholic, you know how it goes. Yeah. But he does have a podcast that's pretty funny. Really? Yeah. It's called that's Conan good. O'Brien Needs Friends. <laughs> that's a good one. And it's just him like getting people who have been on his show to come to his podcast. <laughs> and then the whole time he's like, so why are you, are you mad at me? Why don't you want to <laughs> be my friend? <laughs> Maybe it's not always. I like got that. kicked out of late night, and you never want to hang out. With yeah. Me. Oh, dude, he also spills a little tea every now and then. About. I mean, I haven't listened to a lot of it, but I listened to like a few episodes. Yeah, yeah. He, I've heard some of the like, dude. Late night is. I mean, most of the entertainment business is a little cutthroat. Yeah, and can be a little. Uh, but the thing that happened to him with like CBS or NBC or one of those networks, mm-hmm. and the the reason he ultimately ended up at TBS, a a, a cable. Provider yeah. as opposed to like a nationally televised thing. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy. I remember doing crazy. like a deep dive into it. You Wasn't it ultimately because Jay, Le- was Jay Leno, Jay right? Leno. Mm-hmm. Like retired and then was like, ah, eh, never mind. Yeah. And just literally yanked him out of that spot. And, yeah. there, and he couldn't go back to where he was because someone had already replaced him. Mm-hmm. But Conan claims that it's because Jay Leno didn't like him. And he was oh, like really? against Whoa. the hire and blah, blah, blah. Was, Dude, that makes a lot of but sense. But it's all his opinion, I Jay guess. Jay Leno is clearly a freaking stick in the mud. Yeah, Jay Leno, he was, I mean, he was funny, but it seemed I mean, like, I did like Jay Leno's show as well. It seemed like he probably had no friends. Oh, for sure. Well, he seems so unlikable. The, the thing about that. He just looks so unlikable. The thing about that, I think. Looks terrible. The main thing. He does. He looks a little rough now, but he's pretty old now. But I mean, he looked a lot better when he was young. When he, well, he yeah. I mean, he crazy has chin. such a crazy chin <laughs> and just a crazy look about him. Yeah. But the thing about Jay Leno, dude, that, that I think it's easy to not realize or not think about because you look at all the late night talk show hosts and you just see them as all being like the same guys doing the same job, right? Mm-hmm. They have their own personalities, but they all do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And they do. However, Jay Leno is so incredibly rich and is by far the most successful late night show host there's ever been as far as like finances go. He is, was paid so incredibly fat. He's like a multi, multi, multi millionaire. You don't think that was just having a good agent? Uh, in the beginning it might've been, or I mean maybe all the way through. Yeah. I'm sure having a good agent is important. Who could like, but Jay Leno was the biggest name in late night talk for decades, like was it, two I, decades. Wasn't it David Letterman? I mean, I guess it was those two fighting for, it was those two fighting for it. And David Letterman was a huge deal. I never got, but David I think Letterman. viewership I he wise, was like the older generation, I think he was, I think, uh, Jay Leno kind of like, what's the word? Supplanted him, uprooted him, took the crown from him. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Jay Leno is like the highest paid of all time wow. among those guys past David Letterman. 
I think so. Who's that really old guy as well? He's like a New Yorker. He's got crazy hair. He does like a talk show as well. Fuck. Old guy? Yeah, like super old. Hmm. Stephen Colbert. Larry. Oh, Larry King. Larry King. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's... Was he late night? He wasn't late no, night. No, no, it's not, not late comedy. Night. His is more like a 60 Minutes kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's an, a legit interview show. Yeah. Which is interesting. I have... I guess they're not in the same Never category. watched it. But, oh yeah, I don't I, think it is. Also, I'm sure Larry King makes more... Well, I don't know. But yeah, I would feel safe assuming I he makes Larry more I think Larry King is more known. I would say. I feel like so many Jay people Leno? Know. Yeah. That's tough. They're both household names. Mm. That's tough to say. I th- it probably really depends on the demographic. I also, here. yeah, I also didn't watch Larry King because it wasn't like a comedy Yeah, I've never thing watched before. it. But I did, I watched, I mean, he's, I think he's more, what is word, like controversial. I think he like interviews mm-hmm. more serious things. Yeah, he's like asking sure. hard questions sometimes. Mm-hmm. I've only seen one interview of his and that was with Tyler, the creator. And that was just really funny. Yeah. But that was because Tyler, the creator is funny. Yeah, yeah. I've never watched any of his uh, interviews, but I have seen one short clip of when Jenna Marbles was on his show. Ooh, yeah, yeah. What's really Jenna Marbles doing on there? I mean, post no. YouTube quitting or pre? No, pre for oh. sure. Quite, quite a ways before she quit YouTube. Mm. Uh, she was such a. It's crazy to think now. I think a lot of, especially a lot of people now, like Gen Z people, don't even know who really Jenna know. Is. I mean, they know of her, like they know who she is, mm-hmm. but I don't think they know that Jenna Marbles was like the biggest name on YouTube for years. You think so? Yeah, she was like. 2010 era right yeah who was her competition um that's a good question and i don't really know i don't know because i was when she was huge on youtube i did not pay any attention to her or that type of content Mm -hmm. uh and i i still don't i had a a window of time where i watched literally every jenna marbles video but not her old stuff her stuff that she was putting out at that time which this is i'm talking about like 2018 2019 Mm -hmm. Because the stuff she was putting out then was a little more like way less try-hardy and way more just like watch me do this goofy shit with yeah. my boyfriend and my it, dogs. It was almost like a vlog type. 100% thing. a vlog type thing, yeah. It would be I, like watch me make this. Uh, I'm going to DIY a uh, Halloween costume where I'm going to be a toothbrush. For yeah. <laughs> and I have watched that video 10 times. Yeah. I struck into Jenna Marbles through watching like the vlog squad like david dobrik yeah yeah but i was watching david dobrik like i guess a year into him doing his like daily vlogs and then she was like featured in some of them and i was like oh okay this is like a content creator as well yeah but that was also past her prime mm-hmm. i would say so she was before david dobrik which i want to say way before yeah i mean who was the competition i mean people weren't vlogging like it was just casey neistat who was like yeah vlogging before that true and even then casey neistat and jenna marbles are almost not even in the same like jenna marbles so when jenna marbles was in her peak her videos were not like vlog style yeah they were like comedy skits they they were like skits and yeah yeah and i can't really think of anybody else who i mean obviously there was a bunch of them i just don't personally i never watched vine was it before vine was she before Before vine Vine? yeah i think she was dude jenna marbles was like one of the first big names on YouTube, like Pioneers. 2005. Yeah. And on, to like well past 2010. Was she before Fred? Who's Fred? You know Fred? Is it just Fred? Yeah. No, I don't think oh, so. Oh, man, dude. What a freaking weird time in YouTube. I don't know Fred, dude. Fred was this like, 
he had to be probably like 16 or 17, like late teens, like kid who, who had this like super high pitch. I mean, it was auto tune who had this super high pitched voice. And I, I think he definitely catered to like kids content. And yeah. I, I mean, I was a kid yeah, at that yeah. age, but his whole thing was just doing like goofy stuff, I guess, like Jenna marbles, but he just had this crazy high pitched voice. And at the time people didn't know what auto tune was yeah. and, and weren't familiar with the technology. <laughs> so everyone was like, this is this guy's voice. Yeah. Okay. But it was just a crazy, like, Hey, it's Fred. Oh, uh, and then he's like, uh, like he would just do bits. Sounds like Stuart from Mad TV. Maybe a little bit. He might have got that as his inspiration. Maybe. But Fred was like, uh, when I first started watching YouTube, he was like the biggest YouTuber. Really? He had like millions of followers. Okay. In like the late 2000s. Okay. And then a whole thing, like he, he got like casted into, like Nickelodeon picked him up, made an own show about him. And then Nickelodeon it, loves to pick up YouTubers. Yeah. And then it like fell off. Okay. And now he's like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on with Fred. That sounds like Tobuscus a little bit. But that was a crazy, like he had like millions yeah. of views and followers. Hell yeah. In the late 2000s. Okay. One of the okay, pioneers okay. as well. Hell yeah. Rest in peace, Fred, wherever you are. Hope, hopefully you're not dead. I, I really want to show you one of his videos. Let's watch one after this. Okay. You'll be like, what the fuck is I will be. This? I'm excited. I feel like, you know who Jax Films is? Describe what he did. I never really watch this shit. I just know of him through other YouTubers. Okay, then no, I don't think I... He like, he just talks about stuff and yells about stuff. Mm, no. Philip DeFranco. Yeah. Smosh. Smosh, yeah. Those Even, are like the era of YouTube that Jenna yeah. Marbles was really popping. Maybe even before those will buy a little bit. Yeah. I mean, YouTube used to be a big space for people who were, like, people didn't like vlog or like even put themselves in videos sometimes. Yeah. Like the late 2000s and yeah. early 2010s were like montage videos, mm -hmm. just random people doing random, like catching random things on camera. Yeah. It was way less produced. Yeah. I mean, there was produced content for sure, but it was a lot of just like goofy shit. Yeah. You know? Even, um, I know you didn't watch them, but you've seen that I watched them, but the Sidemen, mm -hmm. they, I mean, each member of the Sidemen um started youtube individually yeah in like 2007 2008 yeah um some of them started really? as like, i didn't know they'd been around that long some of them started as like gaming so like two of the members were notorious for doing like modern warfare 2 like montages and oh, yeah. edits and things like that not oh, even yeah. their own like they would take other creator stuff and edit it for them yeah, yeah. and post it um the biggest one ksi who is like KSI is probably the most famous person in England. Like he's his you level. So? Oh, hundred percent. His level of popularity is crazy. Probably the most known person in England. No, I, I would say that with like a hundred percent confidence. Wow. Uh, Maybe and I'm not plugged in. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I obviously not, not know the, KSI. Yeah, not in the England community. Probably not. Yeah. No, but, I'm not, I don't, I don't get over to England very often. Uh, but he started with like FIFA videos. And I really? used to watch, yeah, I used to watch a lot of FIFA okay. videos. Uh, and then he maneuvered into like, he was actually one of the first people to do like public interviews where he would like interview people on the streets like on the street. and just do like crazy wacky shit. Interesting. Um, and then he started going into like comedy skits and then he, and then the sidemen all came together and became a group. So you don't think 
<laughs> you don't think KSI got his start when uh, when he tried to fight Logan Paul? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that was. Whoever he fought. Because uh, that was the first time I heard of him. That's fair. I mean, that definitely like shot him into like the American mainstream. Mm, but but bef- he was already a big But before dealer. that, he I mean, he had like 10 million subscribers. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, before that. It's and he actually, his first like YouTube fight was against another guy in England, like another English, British uh, huh. YouTuber. I didn't know that uh, YouTube content was localized like that. Like someone could be so big in another country and not as known here. Yeah. I guess it makes sense though. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, British humor is very dry and yeah, yeah, so it's a little different content. KSI just yells so much. Yeah, he does. Which all YouTubers do. I can't That's hold his that thing. against he was, him. But. He, he was really like reactionary. Yeah. And I guess people really like, yeah, I mean, yeah. in the early days, that's like what everybody liked. Do you think that a portion of KSI's following, first off, what does KSI stand for? <laughs> Knowledge, strength, and integrity. Okay. That's powerful. And <laughs> But it's funny because- it's cheesy, but- Well, it's funny because he's an idiot. Yeah. I mean, he is strong. Is it like- an ironic name? <laughs> I I guess so. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Do you think there's a portion of his like viewership, his v- viewer base that is watching him out of like spite because they don't like him? I don't know. I don't think so. I no. mean, he's... Does he have like a, a lot of haters? Not as much as he has lovers. Okay. And admirers. Okay. I mean, I'd say it's a small portion of haters. Okay. He hasn't really, like, he hasn't done anything necessarily, like, controversial. Yeah, I'd true. Say. He's never been seen in a bad light. Do you ever find yourself watching a video that KSI is in and being annoyed with him? His older videos, yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. His older videos. All right. All right. I you guess I'm just being that. a hater then. Yeah, but you could say that about yeah, for I sure. Mean, like Logan Paul, Jake Paul. Anybody's old videos. I don't, I don't even like Jenna Marbles' old videos. Yeah. They're cringy. They're, I mean, yeah. everything past a certain age gets a little cringy. That was just the culture yeah. back then. Nobody was doing it, and you're like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. We're really cringing crazy. at ourselves Yeah, in the past. Yeah, yeah. You look at people's vines. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. People thought this was funny. It's really crazy. Yeah. It is so crazy how far we've come in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, you really don't even have to look back that far. I mean, I look back at shit like a, couple, a year or two ago. And I'm like, ugh, I can't believe I liked this. <laughs> Dude, there was a time, uh, I think I was telling you recently that I had like a one week window where I was really into uh, Logan Paul uh-huh. and his videos. And like literally the next week, I was like, what the fuck was I thinking, dude? This is stupid. Yeah, who, who was I really into? I mean, I kind of cringed at like my fandom of david joberg sometimes mm. like i used to watch every single one of his vlogs when i found out about him david dobrik is another one that i just don't understand the draw but i still enjoy his content like he makes content but it is definitely like staged yeah like it's not like natural content yeah, like yeah. he just catches the moment but i also think that's inter- it's still entertaining it's still entertainment for sure you know i don't personally like that kind of stuff I mean, obviously, like, the vlog format has become so big. It's mm-hmm. so prevalent now. Well, he was so good because every single one of his vlogs were only four minutes and 20 seconds. Every single one of his vlogs. <laughs> so they weren't, like, notoriously every vlog that someone did was, like, 16 minutes yeah, or 15. Yeah. And that's just a lot of content to take in. Yeah. And in those moments, there's a lot of boring shit happening. 
Yeah, of course. But he was notorious for like picking out. He's really cutting it down. Yeah. And he, I mean, his edits are really good. And yeah. the way that he like lays moves along, mm-hmm. lays him out uh, is cool. So That's I think so that was his big draw. And it, it's so easy to take in. Yeah. It's so bite-sized. It's always interesting to me to hear people say how much they prefer shorter form content, which is obviously, I mean, the way the world is moving, mm-hmm. looking like TikTok and stuff. But I have always been like, if someone that I really like is making content, they're like, I, as long as I can, or as much <laughs> of it as I can possibly get, dude. If yeah. I could get Casey Neistat to make three hour vlogs, I would watch them. Yeah. You know? But it's just not, for some reason, most people, I guess, don't feel that way. Or yeah. a lot of people don't feel that way. I also think, like, if you are going to do, like, longer content, then you should space it out so you have more content. That's so true. Like, if you're going to make a 20-minute video, you should do one video a week as opposed to, like, three 20-minute videos throughout the week. Because it's, like, that's just a lot of content to intake. Well, it is a lot of content to intake, but... I think like on on the principle of it, I don't like the idea of limiting yourself with how much you put out. And I always default back to uh, Joe Rogan and his podcast. Mm-hmm. He puts out a three-hour podcast <laughs> like every day, Yeah, literally. That's insane. Or, you know, not every day, but I mean, a lot of times it's every day, isn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I, just such a I would crazy... Say, I mean, I think podcasts are different. Yeah, it's they are. It's more of a conversation. Sure. You can listen. You don't have to watch it. As opposed to like watching what someone's mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. Putting out a three-hour video every day is probably impossible. Even even a like a 20-minute video a day is, is a really crazy amount of work to do. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. like, it's like me going to the grocery store. That's what was so... Dude... That's what was so impressive about Casey Neistat, dude. Yeah. Is like, also, what what I really, really appreciate about his content, even now, uh, when you go back and watch it, is it doesn't seem or feel like produced or scripted at all, even though parts of it obviously are, mm-hmm. especially when you start thinking about like the behind the scenes of how it's all done. Yeah, like how he sets up the shot. Yeah, like he's got to go wherever he's about to go and Put set up down, the camera. And then go back. And go back, yeah. And... and but it just is so seamless when he does it. Yeah. It took me a long time to start thinking about that. Yeah. I really wish he like had someone else with the camera and mm. like did like a behind the scenes yeah. of my vlog. That would be That'd great. Be crazy. I wonder if he ever would. Such a cool insight into like his like mythology. Yeah. And how he does things. He gave a master class. Yeah. I almost bought it, honestly, just really? to like see it. But I wasn't it a lot of money? Yeah, I feel some type of way about master class. Yeah. There's a lot of pushback on a lot of content creators who have created that. Did you see uh, Ninja did a masterclass on like how to stream? And it's like, or how to be like a big streamer. Yeah. And it's like, that's, it's hard for someone to teach that. Yeah. And especially because usually when someone becomes like, I mean, I guess there's a few different ways for it to go. You either, I, I guess the most common way for people to become a big streamer is you just, very very slowly mm-hmm. build a following and that's not like a skill or any specific thing you're doing i'm sure there are things you do in general to like really try to pull in more viewers but yeah 
especially but consistency with, is really it. yeah consistency is it and accessibility and like having some kind of wit about you when it comes to like marketing and engaging uh but i definitely would resent it if ninja tried to tell me a class on that because he's famous because drake played fortnite with him yeah or maybe I mean, drake played fortnite with him because he was famous yeah already, i but. think when he was playing with drake he was already really gaining popularity yeah first i heard i mean him, i though. i think he just he just got caught up in the perfect storm of like like he was in fortnite early yeah and Fortnite and, was the biggest game in the world. And yeah, and he was pretty good at it. Yeah. And that was it. And he is really good. Yeah. But there has also, I don't know, I've always had a bad taste in my mouth about Ninja uh, because of that. And it's I, a sellout. I, yeah. And I really resented the idea that, like, he played, he played Fortnite with Drake and that's cool, whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't care about Drake outside of his music, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But then once that happened, it was just this moment of like two worlds that I belong to colliding, <laughs> like the world of internet nerd shit that uh -huh. I am such a big part of and the world of like pop culture and casual pop culture scrubs mm -hmm. who I like don't want in video game lobbies with me. And they were. And it was like you were seeing memes about Fortnite posted by people who don't play video games. Yeah. And like now they're playing Fortnite. People were building PCs to play Fortnite and they like, or just buying PCs to play Fortnite. And in truth, it's just me like gatekeeping. Yeah. Because I am like, oh, this is my thing. I don't uh -huh. want you guys to do this. Yeah. You guys are only doing this because Drake did it. Yeah. As opposed to like actually liking video games. Yeah. Which is definitely a big part of it. But obviously that doesn't justify the attitude of being like they can't do it because yeah. they're not quote unquote real video gamers or whatever. Uh, but I definitely felt that way, mm -hmm. and I definitely uh, like attached some of that resentment to Ninja, and really never gave him a chance. Yeah, that's fair. To, to be fair, Ninja hasn't portrayed himself in the best light for sure. Since, and since he's gained so much fame, he's also had a, like a, a few really weird interactions with other online personalities. Yeah, that makes it seem like he's kind of a dictator. Yeah, that you know? that's the thing. Like he got really big. Mm -hmm. And he like made it known that he was really big mm -hmm. and he got kind of like cocky. He like puts his dick on the table. Yeah. It's like, Oh, you're getting to play with Ninja yeah. type of thing. Or like, it's don't like, say oh, don't anything that to... Ninja wouldn't like, cause mm -hmm. then you're not going to get to play with him anymore. And mm -hmm. that's essentially like getting fired. Yeah. It's like, I don't like, I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's not the only one that's like that. I'm sure many streamers are like that. Mm -hmm. The authenticity of Ninja disappeared mm -hmm. when he gained his fame. Like he became like, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but he started doing like fam family friendly stuff. Yeah. He really like catered himself towards like kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which was not how he like got fame. Of course. You know, people liked him cause he was shit talking. Yeah. He was a little arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and he could get real excited mm -hmm. and now he was just being like, Oh, you got to keep it cool for the kid. And it's like, I mean, yeah, like that's a good role model, I guess, but that's not why you you're here. Yeah. And then it also is a little up upsetting or at least disappointing because on the face of it, you can be like, oh, he's trying to keep it cool because a lot of kids watch his videos, whatever. That's cool. I get like in theory, that's fine. But that's not he's not like doing that because he's like cares about what kids see. Yeah. It hurts he's, his pockets. He's doing it because he has sponsors who are like, it has to be mm -hmm. suitable for kids or we're not going to sponsor you. Yeah. And that is a concept that I like. I know that if 
somehow this podcast became popular and some company came and offered us like a hundred thousand dollar deal for a one-year sponsorship or even more i mean you know mm-hmm. the, the sponsorships at ninjas pulling are probably in the millions uh and they were like but no bad words <laughs> and no more talking about wieners uh-huh. or anything crazy like that i'm probably gonna do it like yeah i don't see me saying no to a hundred thousand dollars that's fair even though like i i do super resent the idea of being uh censored Oh. And being a sellout, yeah, same deal. I think it's just the picture-perfect definition of sellout. Yeah, I agree. Like you throw money at someone and they do exactly what yeah. they, people want. You're really selling out your viewer base, too. Yeah. Because they... They're the ones that made They you. come to you for that content that you were making, and you're not making it for them anymore because somebody's paying you to make something different. I don't think it makes someone a bad person. No, I don't think he's a bad person at all. I think he's probably a little bit of a bad person, but not for being a sellout. You think he's a bad person? I mean, I just get the vibe with, with like the way he interacts with other people sometimes. Mm. You know? I don't know. I think I could be wrong though. I, I mean, mean, I think he's. I mean, I think with all the fame, he's probably developed some sort of like short temper because yeah. he's just like annoyed. And I think I get that. I mean, if you went from like just being a normal person to like millions of people knowing you that is true i think you like being under a microscope like that yeah i think you and you, you kind of feel a lot of pressure yeah and it's it's hard to like be yourself yeah when you have so many eyes on you yeah that so is i can empathize true. with that i mean he definitely has had some weird moments with streamers and other content creators where you're like oh that's kind of questioning judgment but yeah. I, I still don't think he's like a bad person yeah i guess you're right calling him a bad person is probably harsh uh and yeah, it's all interesting. And also, truly, if I was in those that position, I'm. I bet I would do the same thing. Really? I mean, who knows? I don't. I'm not saying one specific thing in general. Yeah, I guess we'll never know because we'll, we might never be the position. Yeah. But I'd like to think that I'd like try to stay true to like what got me to that point. I would definitely like to hope so. Yeah. Or at least that's find some old. kind of compromise. You know? Yeah. That's the age old question, though. It's yeah. like, if you were to become an actor, would you like forget everyone? Mm-hmm. that like supported you and turn into like this weird person <laughs> I'm how it, well it's a weird hollywood person yeah it is an interesting question and like the concept of taking people with you when you get famous uh it's something that everybody thinks to themselves you know you're like if i make it all my friends are gonna make it too yeah but i think at a certain point that kind of becomes a toxic mindset because i mean i don't know it's so hard to say but like if I, if I fell into something that made me like a millionaire, a multimillionaire. You'd be getting a lot of text messages. Yeah. <laughs> and even if, you know, I have a really good head on my shoulders and I, I take a very clear account of who my, fr- my, my real friends have been. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these, you know, 10 people plus my family, they're set for life now because I'm set for life. I don't. I can't think of many examples where someone has done that and it hasn't like turned sour eventually because you're setting up a situation where people are like dependent on you forever and either you are going to start to resent them eventually for that when you're like, Hey bro, you like, I get it. Like the, we, we all made it, but Mm -hmm. You spent like $5 million last year and and you don't have a job. (laughs) Can you slow down? I think the hope is like 
you put people on and you bring them with you, but you also try to set them up for yeah. success. You make them able to yeah. be successful. You on like their connect own. them. Yeah, yeah. And and you hope that they they put in their work. For sure. The most notable person I can think of that has done that is LeBron James, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. He's got a he's got a pretty tight circle. Um and most of his like closest friends have been like his day one boys from high school. Damn. And uh the How most old is notable LeBron now. Like thirty five or thirty six, maybe I don't know. Wow. Um, but he has like his four best friends from high school. Okay, that are still like on his team. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys, his name is Maverick Carter. On his team, literally, or just like they're his boys. Not basketball team. They're okay. like on his like ma- like management side or production I gotcha. side. Like I he gotcha. has a he has a whole business. Yeah. Uh, but the most notable one is this guy named Maverick Carter who was like his boy in high school. They actually played on the same high school team. Interesting. Uh, and now he's like one of the tops like sports agents and he like represents so many athletes and has his own company. And okay. So it's like, that's the hope of like you bring your boys with you on the ride and then they figure out something that they can do. And then the whole team now has individual Mm -hmm. things that they're like, you don't want to give them fish. You want to teach them how to fish. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. Yeah. You know, here's, Here's a year of fish. Mm-hmm. Now let's learn how to get fish forever. <laughs> We're gonna get fish. We're gonna make a year of fish a day. Yeah. But ten people's a lot, Sean. Wow, that's crazy. That's way more people than I was thinking of if I ever really got to that. You can't think of ten people in your life, in your life that I would like bring on. Let's say, okay. Let me let me rephrase rephrase it a little bit because when I said ten people, I was thinking more in terms of like. So I read this, uh, this Reddit post a few years ago, and it rattles around in the back of my head often, and I go back and read it like once a year because I found it so interesting. Uh, and this guy was like a, the guy who wrote it was some kind of like financial advisor or something like that, mm-hmm. something to do with uh, money and accounting and finance. And it was like a, a post he made that was like essentially saying, you really, really don't want to win the lottery. Mm-hmm. It's going to ruin your life. If you do win it, here's the steps you should take that you like need to take mm-hmm. to try to minimize the risk of, of it ruining your life. Yeah, of buying a yacht. Yeah. <laughs> and it, he goes into detail about all this stuff. I mean, obviously, I think most people know that uh, like basically 99% of people who win the lottery are broke again like within 10 years. Yeah. Uh, and he goes into detail about First and foremost, he's like, don't tell anybody. The moment you know you won, you need to go get a lawyer on retainer and you need to get a, like a financial, not advisor, but like a, a finance manager to help you with all the stuff that you're about to have to set up and like setting up trust and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he gets onto the topic of uh, like gifting people money. And he's like, obviously you win the lottery. You're like, who knows, 50 million, $100 million richer than you were yesterday. You're going to want to give money to your family, to your friends. And so he says, never ever agree or set up a situation where you are like continuously giving someone money. Decide the people that you want to give money to and decide how much and then tell them, I'm giving you this much money one time as a gift, no strings attached. And that is all. I mean, it's as much as you want it to be, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I imagine, you know, if I'm, if I'm winning $50 million, give my parents like 10 million each probably. Yeah. 
something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I I mean, I would say I probably could think of 10 people in total, including my mom, my dad, my sister. I mean, maybe my nephew. If I won the lottery, I'm sure I would give you a lot of money. Uh, and you know, three, four, five other people in my life who have been really important to me, really influential mm-hmm. to me or like really helpful to me in my life. Uh, but definitely it would be like one lump sum one time. Yeah. And I want you to do whatever you want with this, but God, please don't be <laughs> stupid with it. <laughs> like go buy a car, whatever, but keep it under a quarter million for the car <laughs> and then go buy a goddamn house <laughs> and put the rest of it somewhere where it's going to grow for the rest of your uh-huh. life. And you don't have to worry about that shit. Uh, but yeah, I could, I could probably rack up 10 people. Put it all in Bitcoin. (laughs) I mean, that's one way to do it, dude. That is one way to do it. I mean, you can only put six grand a year into your 401k or your, uh, well, I mean, whatever retirement account you open. So after that, the rest of it can go in Bitcoin, dude. (laughs) Fuck it, dude. Fuck it. But yeah, I mean, if you won $50 million, how much of that are you giving away? Yeah, that's all. Yeah. I mean, I'm giving away a lot, honestly. Yeah. Probably like half of it. Yeah. I'd probably go away half I of it. I think so. And I th- I also think 50 million is crazy. 50 million is an ins- It's like, it's literally a, like an ethereal amount of money. Like <laughs> you, you can't even fathom. Do you know something even crazier? I, don't, I know you don't keep up with sports, but have you heard of like the egregious NBA contracts? Yeah. Um, well, the reason that they got so high is because of the TV deal that they did in 2016. Okay. Uh, and now that TV deal ends, I believe, in 2025. Mm-hmm. And the new contract that's already being set up is even higher. So they're talking about like the max contract that like the highest paid players can make mm-hmm. can go up to like $75 million a year. Holy God, these basketball players are making so much money. That is so per insane. Year. The highest paid basketball player right now is Steph Curry, and I think he's making like fifty-four million a year. Wow, that's so just on his NBA contract. Uh, he has a contract a with under, year. Yeah, he has a. First um, off, <laughs> that's almost a million dollars a week. Yeah, Jesus. He does live in California, so it's heavily taxed. But well, no, it's more than a. What am I saying? It's more than a million. A it week. is more. Yeah, uh, but he also. On top of that, um, has like a lifetime Under Armour contract, and he's probably the highest paid Under Armour athlete because who fucking signs for Under Armour? Yeah. Um, and, and what athlete in the world is like bigger and more well-known than Steph Curry, other than like maybe LeBron James? Yeah. Well, LeBron James is actually a billionaire. Like he's accrued net worth of a billion I mean, dollars. no doubt, but he's, he doesn't get paid billions. I mean, he may have been paid over a billion, like, cumulative in Maybe. his career. I think so. With his, like, Nike contract yeah. and his NBA contract yeah, and yeah. all his other stuff. But even if he was accumulated. Yeah. I'm sure billion. he's, I mean, it sounds like he's really good with money, too. Yeah. Or at yeah. least has surrounded himself with people that make him very good with money. He also started his own production company. Producing what? Like, movies. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, he has his own show. It's, like, called a Barbershop Talk. Dude, I know you haven't seen LeBron in a while. Cause he's been busy, but mm-hmm. since you know him, do you think he's a good person? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's always had such a good head on his shoulder. Really? He married his high school sweetheart. Ooh. Has like four kids with her. Okay. Lives. He's probably the 
He's got the best head on his shoulders. How old was LeBron when he made it? 14. Fuck. That's so crazy. Yeah. At such a, so the thing about LeBron, <sighs> never, I mean, the silliest thing he's probably ever done is in high school, he got the chosen one tattooed on him. Yeah. But I remember you telling me that before. But that's because like all of like these sports magazines, ESPN, all of them were daunting him as the chosen one. Really? And not only has he lived up to that name. Uh-huh. He's like surpassed it. But he surpassed it. And he's still, he's never had, literally never had one negative thing go on in his life. Really? Not one single bad press has happened Why? in LeBron's life. Why did I have like a, some kind of negative connotation to LeBron James in my head? I don't know. Maybe it's because I Maybe it's because you like Jordan better. No, not Jordan, <laughs> but maybe I just knew there was a, like a, oh dude, <laughs> I think I just realized what it is and I don't, I'm not going to say it because oh. it's so stupid. Can you tell me? Yeah, I could <sighs> just say it, dude. Fuck it. We're here. Well, okay. I think a big part of it is just that obviously when Kobe was around, mm-hmm. they had a big like rivalry, right? Or just a, always being compared to each other. Yeah. I don't know if you would even call it a rivalry like among the two of them. Yeah, they actually never even really like played against each other yeah. that often. But they were compared like yeah. constantly. That was the comparison. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at them both and I was like, Kobe looks way nicer. <laughs> LeBron looks intimidating. Yeah, well, Kobe's had a couple defamation of characters on his resume. Really? Yeah, he like, do. He's cheated on his wife. Oh, that's fine. I mean, it's not fine, but I'm not. But like, that's like a knock on him. Sure. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. In terms of his character. That's true. That's but LeBron true. has never had anything close. Yeah. Okay. Mar- married his high school sweetheart. Does that mean he is actually that good or does that mean he's a better PR team? Hmm. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Uh, anyway, the point is. <laughs> I was just wondering about some like since you actually keep up with the like what's what's the term uh fuck I can't think of it something with culture in it but like pop culture no 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 it was like uh oh like the cult of personality oh. of uh LeBron mm-hmm. I was wondering what like people who actually pay attention think of him cuz I don't have any kind of informed opinion on it yeah you know he's he's one of the best dudes really interesting is. yeah is basketball the the most like f- not famous but like the most widely observed sport in the world? No, it's football. Like American football? Oh, well, in the world, soccer. Like well, not, it's not even close. Let, let me But re- in America, it's it's football. It's football? Yeah. Let me let me rephrase the question. <sighs> Is LeBron the most known athlete in the world? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Him or Ronaldo? That's an interesting comparison because yeah. Americans a lot probably I mean I mean I think Ronaldo's so well known that he's known in America. Yeah. He's definitely known or like I was gonna say most Americans don't know who he is, but even Americans who have never watched soccer have heard the name. Yeah. I think Ronaldo actually has one of the highest like Instagram followers. I mean, that's yeah. not surprising. I, I would I imagine like, like second or third to like Kim Kardashian and all them in countries that uh, actually are cultured and well, follow he's soccer. A, he's a god. Yeah, a literal god. But is he better than Messi? No, thank you. He's just super attractive. Oh, that's a big part of it. Huh? He's just extremely sexy. Yeah, he is. 
You know what? His own underwear line. You know what Messi looks like? A rat. Kind of. He looks like the first guy that played the Hulk. Not the first first, but like the first uh, like that we know of. What's his name? Not Ed Norton. Oh. Before him, even, there was another There was movie. another Hulk? I yeah, don't yeah. even. I, I don't it was only know. like a few years before. And mm. technically, those movies are like, the Ed Norton movie is a sequel to. Oh, really? Or it's like a soft reboot, I think. I've never even seen that one then. Yeah, it's pretty, I mean, it's not terrible. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's just called The Incredible Hulk, but it's. Uh, I think it's directed by Ang Lee. What the fuck? This is literally the first I'm hearing of it. Really? Yeah. You've probably seen clips of it because the Hulk from that movie and the Hulk from Edward Norton's movie, uh, Hulk are very, very similar. Mm. So if you're not seeing a clip where he's Bruce Banner and then he transforms, you really can't. It's tell. hard to tell which one. Interesting. It is. Uh, but yeah, it was really not bad. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Edward Norton's was also great. Though. I mean, Edward Norton in general, I really like. Yeah, I actually liked that his movie. Yeah, fan. I did too. Um, but yeah, so I think like Ronaldo and and LeBron are probably the two most well known athletes. Okay, but but I mean, Messi's the best soccer player. Interesting. So I think so too because I watched the highlight reel on YouTube. God, one time, crazy. After like after I showed you, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I don't even know. I don't even know how soccer works. <laughs> actually, you know. Yeah, no one knows how soccer works until they try to play soccer. Yeah, and I was still impressed. Yeah. Like it just, it's obviously impressive to watch, you know, you don't have to know what's happening to see that it's mm-hmm. impressive. It's kind of like watching professional Valorant players. Yeah. Even if you don't have a firm grasp on the game, you can tell when you're watching the best person in the world at something, mm-hmm. you know, and it's always fun to watch. Yeah, it is. Sometimes it's even more fun to watch when you don't know exactly what's going on. That's how I try to explain. I mean, my parents asked me this too, but even people who are like, why do you watch like people playing video games Mm -hmm. it's like it's like watching sports yeah it is like why do people watch sports exactly like watching sports it's the top people yeah doing something entertaining Mm -hmm. same with why we watch f1 yeah it's like it's like these people are the best in the world at doing this Mm -hmm. and it's we can't even imagine what it's like Mm -hmm. to do it and they put on a show like it's entertaining yeah for sure someone being really good at something is entertaining it doesn't matter 100 percent. the best pianist in the world Mm -hmm. the best I fucking remember Domino's commercial where that guy was like <laughs> the best pizza boxer. He was like <laughs> boxing oh, pizzas super, super fast. For real? And they're like timing how many he could do within like like a 10 minute span. He, he, almost, he hit like the hundreds. He's just going crazy. And I remember watching that and I was like, this is crazy. That's wild. That's I never, I've missed this. I'm going to show you the video. Yeah, show This me the man video. was boxing pizzas like it was nothing. Power to him, dude. It's More crazy. power to him. What an incredible feat. So yeah, so and uh, anytime you watch someone who's the best at something or, or really, really good at it, I mean, it's entertaining, you know? Yeah, for sure. So. People love, like humanity loves mm-hmm. to watch like a, how would you say it? Like a, not a success story, although we do love that too, but like a, just to watch someone be the ma- a master yeah. of their craft. Do you ever watch um, those uh, professional yo-yo competitions? Definitely no. I used to have a, I mean, I've, you my whole a, life is me going through phases of things. Yeah, yeah. And when I was like, I don't know, like dude, 12 I or 13. Dude, I forgot you had a yo-yo phase and I broke yeah, your yo-yo. You did break my yo-yo. I'm but sorry, okay. dude. I got a new one. I know. And I never use it anymore. I don't I don't know if you ever used it. <laughs> I used it a couple times. I learned one trick. Was it metal? Yeah. Is it cool or not cool? It's pretty cool. Is it? You dig it? Yeah. The yo-yo I had when I was a kid was a lot better though. Okay. Which but one I, did you have? You had the one that was like this? No. 
That was like cool. a like a it was just a, it was like a black and silver circular one. Okay. And it was fast. Ooh. So fast. But I like the ones that light up. They did like a school presentation and these guys came and they did like cool yo-yo tricks and they got really hooked. You had a yo-yo presentation? Yeah. And then I started like watching like professional yo-yoing. Dude. And I was like, this is insane. I mean, it is insane. It's very entertaining. Brother. You know what I had in my elementary school? They had some guys. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, everyone, come on. We're going to, everyone get in line. We're going to go out to the like playground, mm-hmm. but it's not recess. We're going to go watch a presentation. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? Okay. We go out there and it's there's the Navy. <laughs> no. <laughs> We, in elementary school <laughs> no we get out there and there's ramps set up and there's guys on bicycles <gasps> and they're out there doing tricks and flips dude that's these guys are doing flips that's really cool like the vine uh-huh. or like the tiktok yeah you have that guy in the scooter the fat guy in the scooter yeah bro it was cr- it literally they were doing fucking flips dude they're doing flips and that's when you bought your first bike yeah i mean i already had a bike i've had a bike since before i can remember mm. thank god it's probably the thing i owe my parents the most for in my entire mm-hmm. life is mm-hmm. all the bikes they got me uh but yeah that that could very well have been the moment that i uh, became a bike boy yeah although i've never had a bmx bike and they were mm. on a bmx bike so who okay. knows that's fair that's insane but yeah we had the <coughs> excuse oh, me god sorry everyone uh we had that and then we also had <coughs> dude we had we had a comedian a comedian come and we watched him do his whole bit in like the the cafeteria which how old like, are you <laughs> i mean elementary school wow so the kids laughing oh yeah i mean this was like so the thing is who's the comedian that like does puppets uh jeff dunham it seriously might have been jeff dunham really i think it might have been because was, i uh, i really want to say i remember it was a crabby old was the was yeah. one of them like a crabby I old guy? I want to say it was then, like the crabby then, old guy in the jalapeno on a stick. Then, yeah, Jose Jalapeno. Yeah, but that honesty. I might just be like falsely creating that memory. Maybe because, you're mixing two memories. Oh, I am mixing two memories. The guy that came to the school had a monkey. Oh, it was like a monkey puppet, and the whole bit, like the whole uh, comedy performance of like an hour or forty five minutes or mm-hmm. maybe ten minutes, who knows, uh, was like him and the monkey having a back and forth. Oh, nice. And the monkey would like chop on him and he would get upset and monkey would talk like the basically self-loathing kind of. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, clearly the monkey was like on the kid's side and it would be like, can y'all believe this, this freaking dummy over here. And he's like, well, don't talk to me like that. That type of shit. Yeah. 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 Man, we loved it though. It was hilarious. <laughs> God, bro, that's why I'm, fu- that's why I'm trying to be funny now. Yeah. That's why I have a podcast. <laughs> Uh, season two of the podcast dude the second year i'm bringing out the monkey puppet (laughs) i'm bringing jose jalapeno (laughs) (laughs) but we can't do the terrorist puppet yeah i mean i could yeah yeah you could yeah you could that's fine i used to love jeff dunham bro yeah he had his moment bro funny remember that other guy not a puppet guy but very funny uh jeff not fuck what was his name no (laughs) Jeff Foxworthy had his moment, though. I mean, though. he was a comedian. I mean, he was one of the biggest comedians in the world at a certain point. Yeah. Uh, so was fucking Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> uh, who's the guy I'm thinking of? Jim Gaffigan. Oh. You know that guy? kind of funny. Oh, I mean, yeah. He has a Netflix special. Yeah, yeah. He's had many specials. Is he Vintrug with? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I just meant like, I've, I think they're kind of the same era. Oh, okay. 
Uh, but Jim Gaffigan was fucking hilarious, mm. man. That bit with the Hot Pockets jingle, dude. Fuck, I gotta rewatch that. Gets one. me permanently. <laughs> permanently. They never won't make me laugh, dude. <laughs> and he has like a whole 15 minute bit about just being pale. Yeah. How yeah. pale he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that shit was banging. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. You remember, uh, what the fuck is his name? Cat something? Cat Williams. Yeah. Remember his first special? No, I bro. I mean, yeah, to be fair, I was even like a little kid when his first special came out and my parents were watching it and thought it was funny. Cat Williams was on crack though. Yes, but I don't (laughs) think he was on crack in the beginning. Well, I mean, he probably was, but he was much more put together Uh at that time uh, in his career. And dude, he was like, I want to make a comparison to like Kevin Hart. As far as like, who's, not not because they're both black, but because... that comedian that people say was Kevin Hart before Kevin Hart? Ugh. If you asked me that before I said that sentence, I would have just assumed you meant Cat, Cat Williams. Williams. Fuck. I'm going to Google it, but everyone says Kevin Hart is basically just the great value version of an older, funny black comedian, but I can't remember. It's not a... Name. It's not a... It's not a... Eddie... Eddie Murphy? Murphy, is it? I don't think so. Dude, Eddie Murphy would know Eddie. Eddie Murphy was. I don't think a lot of people in our slash your age bracket know how big of a deal Eddie Murphy was because we all know him as like an actor, Mm -hmm. a funny actor, and like Daddy Daycare. But Eddie Murphy was like the face of stand up comedy for a while when he did his like special with the red leather jacket. Mm. Dude, he was like hard pushing boundaries and saying crazy shit, dude. Like Elvis almost. Really? Like Elvis getting arrested for dancing in a provocative way. That's like what Eddie Murphy was doing with comedy. Back in like the 90s. Yeah. Even the 80s. 80s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I mean Richard Pryor before him. and Richard Pryor. Oh, okay. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor like defined stand-up comedy. I was going to say people say like Kevin Hart is just a knockout version of Richard Pryor. I gotcha. I could see that. Every every good comedian is borrowing something from from Richard Pryor. Yeah. Richard Pryor really really rewrote the book on on stand-up comedy i mean eddie murphy took a you know eddie murphy was probably the next big i don't know why it kind of seems like most of the great comedians have been black guys actually or at least most of the big iconic ones that Mm -hmm. people remember really well there's some because they were black and yeah you know people weren't they probably got pushed back from that so they had Mm -hmm. to break that sort of boundary yeah it also is like uh i mean so much of what makes good comedy is like pushing boundaries and and uh and making people question what's cool and mm. i think like when you're performing in a in an obviously like majority white country mm. and especially when you're doing that in like the 80s and 90s yeah. and the 70s just being black is pushing a boundary yeah and like getting on stage and saying crazy shit saying crazy shit about white people <laughs> like in a room full, full of white 2000 people. white people that shit is like respect. Yeah. And I think it's a big part of what, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much of that is what made them or helped them to be so successful, but they're also just wildly funny. Yeah. Wildly funny, bro. Like they also all look so good. Yeah, that is true. true. Especially Eddie Murphy. Iconic in this fashion game, bro. Mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy was always that guy. Yeah, he really was. God. And you got Jeff, Jet, well, fucking Jim Gaffigan out there just wearing <laughs> fucking look yeah. like look like my dad going to Kroger. You got Louis C.K. wearing blue jeans and a black exactly. T-shirt. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
God, fucking Louis C.K. Uh, what a he's making a comeback. I know he is. I've he's seen him on a lot of podcasts lately. He's making a comeback. I think he's probably marketing some sort of special. He's yeah, he's got to have a special. Yeah, so. he did do a special after he got canceled that he like self published. Mm-hmm. I'm excited uh, for it. I I was like Louis C.K. Dude, I before all that shit with him, he was one of my and his sexual comedians. misconduct. I thought he was the funniest yeah. comedian in modern so time. So funny, and I still think his first two specials are like. Up there, yeah. I still, some of the best I still go back ever. and I watch him, and I'm like, yeah. man, so funny, man. This guy's a comedic. So genius. he really is, bro. His whole bit about like airplanes and people being upset about having to like wait to board the plane—it's <laughs> a flying. You're flying in the air, yeah. Or like, bro, his bit about people being mad because their cell phone won't load fast enough when they're trying to Google something, and he's like, "Well, the thing is, it has it's to go to space. space. Can you give it a second? <laughs> To go to space and back. Can you give it a second? <laughs> oh, dude, what an iconic joke. Uh, so good. He's fucking hilarious, man. Oh, dude. I don't want to just, I'm not going to just keep listing all the bits <laughs> out of his specials, but his special, his bit about uh, his daughter arguing with him about whether it's called Fig Newtons or Pig Newtons. And he's like, I'm 10 times older <laughs> than you. How do you think you can fuck with me on this? <laughs> oh, it's so uh, good, bro. All right. We're going to, we got to close out. But before we close out, you've seen, oh, I, we've talked about John Mulaney. You've seen John Mulaney. Uh, I'm aware of him. But I haven't, never, I've never, never watched special, like watched huh? the whole special now. I, I think way early in our friendship, I told you to watch him. I really think you would love John Mulaney. His first special on Netflix, his like, Oh, I have actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I have watched, like a good bit of one of his specials, but I don't think I've ever gotten all the way through one. His special, his first special they had on Netflix is honestly one of, I think the funniest specials um, that I've ever seen. Really? So you should take the time and really watch it. I think it's hilarious. Dude, have we ever talked about uh, Bo Burnham's mm-hmm. inside special on this podcast? We watched it together. Yeah, but did we talk about oh, it on the podcast? I don't think we did. We didn't watch it together. We did watch it together. We didn't? We did it? No, I watched no, it no, alone. No, no, you watched it alone, room. and then you told me to watch it, and I immediately yeah, watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Which is almost like watching it together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I Dude, don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. We might have. I'm sure we probably did. Yeah, we must have, because it was... It's groundbreaking. Yeah, bro, that... I mean, I didn't watch it until... You said you cried. I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, well, not just that, but like, I watched it in my room alone, which I regretted afterwards, <laughs> because I just... I mean... I had heard so many people talk about how, how good it was and how big of a deal it was uh-huh. and how it was like art. I was like, okay, yeah, I know. And I also was very, I was aware of the whole Bo Burnham bit with like music and uh-huh. this whole thing. And I liked Have him. Have you seen his other specials? No. Oh, you should watch his other specials too. They're pretty funny. But I went and watched, uh, it's called Inside, right? Yeah, like Inside Out or something like that. Yeah, and I went and watched it and it was so heavy, dude, and dark. And I was really not prepared for that. Yeah. It's like the first time I watched uh, Neon Genesis. <laughs> Actually, it's like the same exact reaction. Like I, I go in just expecting something cool, or in the case of Inside, something funny. And then I come out and I... Change your perspective on Yeah, life. like I it finished really it and I, I was like, okay, I have to, I have to leave the house. Uh-huh. Like I have to go do something because I just feel really I'm down wallow. right now. Yeah. And I went to the gym and I just remember being at the gym and being like, life is meaningless dude like i was so sad i was so sad bro god what a crazy what a piece of art dude it was so 
So good. Masterfully done. Yeah. Anybody who hasn't watched that special, dude, go yeah. watch it. Yeah, yeah. And it is going to bum you out, but man, it's worth it. You need it. Yeah, you need I would argue that everybody needs to yeah. watch it. It's a really I don't know, man. It's it's like a really good window into seeing how low a person can get, especially like an entertainer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While like working on f- things that are like not sad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like th- it's a comedy special. Mm-hmm. And it just has these highs and lows that I feel like so accurately represent what a person can go through or how far from what a person is actually experiencing they can look like they are. I don't know. It's a whole thing, man. I I really can't explain it well, but Uh you guys should definitely go give it a listen if you haven't. Or a watch, I mean. It's really good. Yeah, it was outstandingly good. A lot of good stuff out there, man. Content is being created. It's true, bro. It's really true. I love that. We didn't um, even get to talk about Andrew Schultz, too, and he's doing oh, yeah. something crazy. Is he? Right now with comedy. I haven't really uh, gotten on the Andrew Schultz train at all, actually. I'll tell you about it off, 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 okay. uh, off podcast. Right, cool. But uh, that that's about our time, y'all. Thank yep. you so much for joining in, tuning in, and listening to us. Just have a nice little conversation. Yeah, talk yeah. about things we love talk about our experiences hell yeah and just how our life is going yeah appreciate you guys listening uh if you feel like it swing back around next week and uh, catch us on the next episode i don't know how much longer we're gonna do the podcast now that we've hit a year but i hope it's a really really long time oh yeah and uh on that note we'll see you guys next week peace